Don't have to worry about broken ribs. <laughs> Good evening. Oh, come on now. We're in church. This is, best, this is better than prison. Some of you may get that. You may feel like it is. I know I sure felt like it was prison when I was lost. I was a miserable lost person. Well, my name is Ron Black. I'm with the Lighthouse Children's Home. This is my wife, Tara. I always introduce her because uh, she's the best 99.999%. Now, I want, you guys to, I want to try some. I'm going to put a little bug in your ear about doing something. Is If you don't know, people are creatures of habits. If you look around, you are probably sitting real close to the seat you always sit in, right? Well, we're a little different. Good. We're having a revival. Well, Sunday, I usually sit over here. But last Sunday, I sat over on that side and mostly just to mess with my wife to see if she could find me. I just wanted to see her do that. But I had a couple of people come up and said, you weren't in your spot. So here we're leaving on Monday. What I want you to do is pick a Sunday, all get together and just switch sides. And don't tell, don't tell him. And just surprise him and see if he noticed. Because when you come out, you, you tend to see people that you really, you know, in certain spots. So. Uh, but get there. But no, it's really good to be here. I really do appreciate all that you guys have done uh, for Tara and I. And I do apologize to Merge. Uh, two weeks ago, I was supposed to be coming do a chalk sermon, but um, my grandma went home to be with the Lord. So I got to call that morning and, and then I left to go up and do her funeral. And I do want to thank the church for praying. Um, and it really gave me an opportunity to preach the gospel to my family. I have... Uh, some people that, if the Lord come back right now, I wouldn't see them again. Be thrown in hell. But that's the choice that they have to be get to. Uh, so I do want to thank you for that. Um, I do want to thank you for letting us come. Uh, we do enjoy coming here. I was teasing Dale and Paul. I said, this is where we come on vacation. I don't work at much. I work every time I come here. I finally got to see this thing get tore down. I've been trying for a few years. They finally let me help. But uh, every time we come here, we're either building something, tearing something down, or moving something, or yelling at somebody. But I uh, really do want to thank you just really for friends. Um, Tara and I spend 10 months out of the year on the road. Uh, usually we're moving every couple weeks. This will be the longest we are in one spot for the rest of the year. Second longest we'll be in one spot for, for this year. And I tell people I have a lot of acquaintances. Acquaintances are people you know. You know, people you may run in at work, but friends, you have time invested in them. You've shared the highs and you shared the low. Um, friends, you call in a moment's notice and they'll be there. I'm blessed to have friends here. And I'm also blessed to have family here. In 17 years, I've seen kids grow. I've seen... People go home to the Lord, see, in the Lord, you hear one year and gone the next. But I want to thank you for not just being a supporting church, but being a, a family church and being friends. Um, we, this is one of the highlights of our year, being able to come here and see you guys. So thank you for that. Uh, the message I'm going to do for you tonight um, really came out from something a few years ago. Uh, as most of you guys, if you're involved in the drama, were involved, I'm going to let you in, in a little secret. I don't hear music. I tune it out. Music is there to occupy a part of my brain so that I can focus. 
I don't have ADD, I just have D. My attention span's the size of a gnat on Red Bull. It's bad. So I play music to hear. So Paul's telling you, you got to key off this music. I'm like, what music? They're up here singing, he's alive, I think. And I said, what song is that? They're like, he's alive. I said, oh. So I have a, now my wife is the exact opposite. She's musical. She's always music. She's listening to everything. And she, did you hit mine? Like, no. So when I get into my truck, the first thing I do is I put the key in and turn it on to let the diesel warm up before I move the seat. Because she's short, I'm not. And I always just carefully listened if the radio was on. Well, one day I got into the truck and I turned it on and she had driven it last. And she had a radio station on and I'm trying to jump across the truck and turn it off. When all of a sudden I heard this question come across. In light of current events, what does the world need from born again believers? I'm like, interesting. So I started listening. And this one guy called in and said, hey, the world needs the gospel. So that's a good answer. Then somebody called in and said, the world, we just, the world needs love. I'm like, okay. And somebody called in and, and somebody said, we need forgiveness. We just need to forgive. And this one lady, God bless her heart. Oh my goodness. She had to have been like an old lady or just a grandmotherly type feature because she called in and said, we just need to get together and just have one big hug. And I'm like going, now, those are good answers, right? But I call those Sunday school answers. Now, I'll tell you, I ain't been saved longer than I've been lost. I didn't get saved till I was, uh, in, I was like 28, something like that. Yeah, 28. And I knew growing up that if you answered a Sunday school question, Jesus, God, Holy Spirit, or Bible, you get 90% of the answers right. I knew that. Now, does the world need the gospel? Absolutely. The only thing that's going to change or help people in this world is Jesus Christ. It's the gospel, the good news. Now, does the world need love? Yes. Because the world doesn't understand what love. Kids, the world is not teaching you about love. It's teaching you about lust, a, a temporary feeling, not unconditional love. We need to show them the world does need love. Does the world need forgiveness? Absolutely. Too many people are holding on to things. And when you hold on to things, it just festers and turns into a, 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 a mess. We need to forgive people. Now, does the world need a hug? Well, you I kind of think some people need a hug on across the back of their head. You know what I mean? You just, you've met people that you could slap and Jesus would say, amen, amen. But as I was listening to this, I, I was that child, Andrew. I, t- I promise you, I was that child growing up in Sunday school town. Whew. But as I was driving and I was listening to this, one verse came into mind. And it's 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. It says, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. You see, the, the world, what does the world need from believers? 
the believers need to do this. Need to do four things. Well, I don't normally call in the talk show radios because it's not normally a good thing. But I found it and I called in and, and we had really had a good time with it. But tonight I want, to, I want us to focus on this verse because I, I really believe for this world to change, it's not going to happen in Washington. It's not going to happen in governments. It's not going to happen in school. It's going to happen in churches. And it's going to happen in our lives. You know, how many, time, how many years have you heard somebody say, let's pray for revival? How long have you been begging God for revival? Do you think God's not ready to send it? He is. But he's asking us, his people, to do four simple things. And I want to talk about that real quickly, and then I'm going to draw a picture that I hope will be a help to you. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly and Gracious Father, I thank you so much for your word. Lord, I pray you'd help me right now just uh, focus on your word tonight. Pray you'd guide my mind, my thoughts, my mouth, and my hands today. Lord, I pray you'd help us just uh, focus on your word tonight. Pray you'd help us just to focus on this passage to see what we need to do so that you can do your work. Just bless our time here tonight. In the name of Christ, I pray. Amen. In this passage, it tells us that God will do the healing if we would do four things. The first thing God says is, my people, which are called by my name. Now, that's born-again believers. That doesn't mean you were just baptized or dunked. I, got, I made three professions, got dunked twice before I ever got saved. To be saved, to be one of God's people, you've got to realize you're a sinner and put your faith and trust in Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection as payment from your sin. It's not something you can earn. It's not something you can work. You can't be good enough. You can't join enough churches. If, if anybody could join enough churches and be saved, it would have been me. I was a Baptist, a Catholic, didn't go to church, and then joined the Presbyterian church so I could get married for free, and then I got saved. Religion isn't going to help you. Only a personal relationship with God through Christ. And kids, it, it ain't your, your parents' salvation. You got to have your own. Yeah. Amen. This isn't kids get eat free. You got to have your own. You've got to personally ask Jesus Christ to save you and God to save you. And you got to put your faith and trust in Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. If you do, then you're part of the solution. Then you become one of his people. The first thing God we need to do so God can do his, do his part is be humble. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves. Now, what does humble mean? It doesn't mean you're an Eeyore Christian. You know who Eeyore is off Winnie the Pooh? Oh, bother. Things are so bad. No. Humble is merely saying, here, my Lord, use me. Humble is just merely saying, not my will thine be done. We got to be willing to do what you don't want to do. I absolutely, Paul asked me if I was coming back next year and if I enjoyed myself. And I said, no, I absolutely hate being and he's alive because I don't like being up here. I like being over there. And I sure don't like wearing that metal girdle. That thing's 30 pounds. No, I'm sure you didn't have fun. 
I'm not sorry about that part. My mom said I was too mean to you. I apologize. But being humble was just being willing to be used, to get out of your comfort zone in order to be able to be used. Humble is saying, here am I. Use me. Too many times we're telling God what we will do. All right, God, I'll do that, but. All right, God, I'll do that, but. No, God, I don't want to do that. Can't I do this? No. It's just reporting for duty and being used. Too many Christians are telling God what to do instead of listening to him. He needs us to be humble. The world needs Christians to pray again. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. Now, I'm not talking about a God is good, God is great, thank you for our food, amen prayer. I'm talking about an open and honest two-way conversation with God. I'm talking about spending time talking and listening with God. How many times have you said, well, there's nothing else to do. We might as well pray. How many of you ever said that? The healing of this world is not going to come from a government healing hearing. It's going to come through the quiet, broken prayers of a born-again believer. There's more strength in your prayer closet than in any government. It's time for us to get on our knees before God and pray. We need to get back we were praying in the school. We need to get back to praying in the homes. Men, we need to be leading prayer meetings in our homes. We need to get back to bedtime prayers, morning prayers. We need to be praying with people and for people. We need to start praying. Then we need to start seeking after God. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face. How do you seek God's face? Get in his word. There is a world that does not know the basic biblical stories. They do not know David and Goliath, Moses, Noah. This book doesn't mean anything to them. This is the handbook of life. This has all the answers because it tells you about Jesus Christ. We need to start seeking God each and every day. We need to have this word memorized. This is our food. This is more important than Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, and Moe's. This is important. We need to be reading this. Parents, you need to be teaching your kids the word of God. Kids, you need to know this. This will help you. This has the answers on who you should marry, where you should go. We need to be in this book. Long has this book just been sitting on a table. We need to seek God. We need to seek him every day. The world needs us to do that. And the last thing God needs us to do is to repent. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and for, will forgive their sins and heal their lands. We need to turn 
We need to repent and start living a life that honors God. This world is looking for something different. This world, people are looking for something different. And guess what? If you're a child of God, you are different. You're a peculiar people. Embrace it. You got, the, you got the Holy Spirit of God living inside of you. Don't look like the world. Be ye separate, saith the Lord. People are looking for something they're attracted to like a moth to a flame. You've got the Holy Spirit. You've got the biggest light in this world living inside of you as a child of God. Be different. Live different. Because you are. Christians, it's time for us to start living a holy life because people are looking for you. Don't be afraid to be different. Embrace it. It'll lead you to opportunities. Take those opportunities. Why? Because God said, if I do that, if we do that, Look what will happen. Then will I hear from heaven. And will forgive their sins. And heal their land. God's ready. We just need to get out of his way. I'm going to like to draw just a picture. To help illustrate that tonight. 